Culture After Dark. Abel and Bonnie here with another week of Celebrity Tea. Hi, Bonnie. Hey. <laughs> I'm not happy with this week because the celebrities are kind of tame. This is some bullshit. I know. I don't know what's happening in the celebrity world, but we are at the bottom of the barrel with these people. <laughs> so on today's podcast, we're talking about Jaina Kramer, John Mayer, Kristen Cavallari, Black China, Tokyo Tony, Kim, uh, I'm sorry, Chloe Kardashian, Liam Neeson, Chris Brown, Chloe Bailey, Real Housewives of Atlanta, star Kim Zolciak, the Oscars, Wendy Williams, and CNN anchor Don Lemon. So let's start right away. I want to talk about Liam Neeson. This Liam Neeson interview, because I actually watched it. So Liam Neeson was recently on The View, because I watch The View every single day. I never miss it. Well, he was being interviewed by the panel about his latest project, and it was very, like, as I was watching it, I was very uncomfortable because they were talking about how much one of the co-hosts, like, likes him and, like, whatever, has a crush on him. Mind you, she's old. They're all older, which is fine. You can have a crush when you're old. That's not the thing. It's just, like, them all being older ladies, they made it seem like when you're elementary school and teasing someone like, aha, you like so-and-so. It was kind of like that, like very annoying. Well, and plus she's married and uh, whatever. And they were like, Joy, you always talk about him and he's here and like calling her out. The producers even rolled like a whole clip of every time Joy Behar has ever mentioned Liam Neeson's name. So they, they did this whole montage with Liam Neeson there. And, you know, he laughed it off or whatever uh, during and while on the show. Like I said, it was pretty uncomfortable, like, watching it. I felt like it was weird. But apparently, um, I wasn't just, like, feeling he was weird because Liam Neeson recently had another interview with Rolling Stone magazine. And he said that he did feel pretty uh, cornered with this interview process. He told Rolling Stone magazine, quote, I was in the dressing room drinking a cup of tea turned the TV up and I thought, oh, this will be great. You're talking about gun violence in America and I agree that it's an American problem. I go on stage and join the ladies during the break and I was congratulating them on this discussion. Uh, You know, he thought he was being brought on to talk about his projects and to discuss his view of things and not necessarily like their crush on him. He said, you know, and then our segment starts and it's just all this bullshit with Joy Behar and her having a crush and i've known whoopi goldberg for years and joy a little bit but i just wasn't impressed i'm uncomfortable in those situations you know he said you know all of these segments of 13 14 year old crush it's just a little bit embarrassing and they shared the clips of him being interviewed it's very very uncomfortable and you know i think it was kind of dumb i think it's one thing that they would have teased at one time, but then for the producers to roll like a whole montage of every single time. And what do you think about like, what if you were going to promote a project and they were just talking about a national TV, just talking about like, instead of really bringing attention to your project, they're talking about just like how much one of someone liked you, but they weren't even there for what, like you weren't, you were there for one thing and they never, they hardly even mentioned it. Yeah, I would be, I would be annoyed. I would be so annoyed. Now, I did read that, like, just the way that Joy Bear was acting was just like, like, like he said, like middle school girl, like, you know, that it was embarrassing. So that that's that's pretty crazy. To be I just, fair, I she. Yeah, to be fair, she also during the interview when all her co-hosts were like teasing her and stuff, she did seem annoyed by it as well. 
like she seemed like she did blush at first like she was like yeah like you know you are my crush like whatever but she did seem because it kept on and kept on with it like during the whole interview and so she started to, she did seem a bit like annoyed as well i'd be pissed yeah and i don't know i i love liam neeson the first movie that i had ever seen him in was it was an old movie with uh, melanie griffith i think that's her name and he it was like she was a spy i cannot remember the name of that movie so i don't even like put him in the whole like um what's that movie taken series or whatever because by then i didn't think he was very cute so i'm like Mm. <laughs> you yeah, do, and that's all you, that's all i know him from really yeah you you gotta stay professional at some point like like you said one joke is cool two okay let's move it along three i might have gotten up and walked away yeah same um but yeah i want to move on now and talk about black china um there's a couple <laughs> of things happening with black china one is that she recently opened up and talked about how um, she, you know, was in a lawsuit with the Kardashian family saying that they basically had her show canceled with Rob Black in China and that um, she sued them for $108 million and lost. And because of that loss and how much money like lawyer fees raked up and stuff, she's saying that all she had left was $3,000 in her checking account that she was claimed going broke. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> well, she is just for everyone. She does have a very, very successful OnlyFans. I don't know the content on there, but she is very um, successful on there. And that, you know, they are saying that she's broke. She's claiming that. However, she still owns a $3.8 million house in California. And her credit score is said to be 768. Damn, girl, you ain't broke with the credit score of seven sixty eight. No, the fuck you ain't, and, and she ain't broke with that OnlyFans. Fuck out of here. I know she's making bank on that OnlyFans. Mm-hmm. And well, it's saying that she was in twenty twenty one. She was actually OnlyFans's highest earning um creator on their platform in twenty twenty one making uh, just over $240 million in the year of 2021 alone. (laughs) (laughs) Bitch, what kind of broke are we talking? Because I I feel like her broke and my broke is two different kinds of broke. Well, I think that we agree on that (laughs) and that her mom, this transitions to the next story, Tokyo Tony says that Black China is a whole ass liar. So basically, Black China's mom, uh, Tokyo Tony, has come out and all of these rants over Black China saying that she's uh, joining the Illuminati, that she's um, afraid for Black China's life. She's also afraid for her life because, you know, allegedly when you join someone, someone joins the Illuminati, they have to sacrifice someone they love, someone their family member. And Tokyo Tony said that she feels that uh, her daughter... Black China is involved with the demon, with devil and demon work, and that she feels that she's in danger. She also feels that her boyfriend has corrupted her. I guess her boyfriend is, I don't know, Little Twin, his name? Mm -hmm. I I have no fucking idea. 
But she said something like, quote, you all on this man's page while he's living with you and your two children, how many men are you going to bring around in and out? How many times I got to tell you? Um, basically saying like every time she lets somebody in, she's letting demons into her house and saying all this shit, saying that Black China's been ignoring her. She said that this is, the to me, the funniest fucking TikTok was she said, quote, I'm going to come to California, drive, and I'm going to kick her door in and come in and pull her out. I said, oh, okay. And then today I tagged Vanya on this TikTok because it's like, I think I tagged you. I don't know. I got sent this TikTok and it's like when he blocked you and it's Tokyo Tono, Tokyo Tony with like eight cell phones. And it's like when he blocked you, and then she's like, If you block me, I got this phone and this phone and this phone. And she shows all the phones. And then she goes, And this one. And she points at the one she's recording with. <laughs> oh my God. Girl, what is happening with her? I don't know. She's like on some shit. If you think that your daughter is in the Illuminati and they have to sacrifice someone you love to be in it, why the fuck are you making waves? I would not do that. Bitch, you're giving I, yourself up on a silver platter, ho. What is wrong with girl, you? <laughs> I am not trying to fuck with the Illuminati. No. <laughs> Allegedly. The alleged Illuminati. I don't even know if they're real. I ain't trying to say that. Uh, yeah, we don't even know if that organization They is don't it. even exist. They're not even they, real. They might not, allegedly. Um, But the other thing I was laughing at is because then she was on there talking shit about Black China's like um award outfit. One that she awarded the Grammys. I'm like, lady, pick a struggle. Do you want her to love you and be with you? Like, I would not want. If my mom was there talking shit, like dissing my my Grammy look, <laughs> girl. The funniest <laughs> thing though is when she said, "I'm gonna go over there, drive to California, kick your door down," and I will. <laughs> and she said about her phones. Like, oh, that is so funny. But the Kardashians uh, are the reason why we stay in business because now we're going to move on and talk about Chloe Kardashian. Girl, if it ain't one thing. If it ain't one thing, it's the Kardashian. That's the same right there. (laughs) 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 And this time, Miss Chloe. So allegedly, she fired um, one of her former household assistants after he suffered from a knee injury. And now he's suing. But her attorney is calling bullshit. Big baby back broke bullshit. So um, she was hit with a lawsuit from her former hired help, Matthew Maynard, who says um, working for her was a complete and total nightmare. It's always a complete and total nightmare after the fact. You know? Anyway. After, not during, after. Yeah, after. According to the lawsuit, he claims that he worked for Chloe from January 2019 until November 2022. When he says she fired him as he was trying to return to work from a knee injury that put him like he wasn't able to do like his job or whatever. So her legal rep tells a different story, though, saying it's unfortunate to learn that a former employee would choose to go this route. Matthew was properly classified and compensated for his role. Now, um, Chloe's former assistant claims that she kept him so busy with tasks. He often couldn't take his legally required breaks. And he says she also skirted paying him overtime, even though he often worked 12-hour days. Now, what's more is that he claims he injured his knee in May and told Chloe he couldn't work. But he says when he tried to come back to the job a few months later in November that he was fired. So as for his leave, 
Chloe's legal um, spokesperson said towards the end of his employment, he was on leave. Of, he was on a leave of absence for an extended period of time, and the role eventually needed to be replaced. We will not tolerate false accusations, and will prove that this is a frivolous lawsuit. So she says that he's going after her for the money, claiming she violated a bunch of California labor laws. So I think this is going to be really interesting to see how this plays out because this wouldn't be the first assistant employee or anything that came forward and said that, you know, it was less than reasonable working conditions and stuff like that. And the funny part is, is anyone that's ever come out in the past and said that, we don't hear anything from them again. Mm -hmm. I don't. So me personally, if I'm not getting paid, I'm not going to work. If if I'm not getting a check, I'm not doing I'm I'm working my wage. So if my wage is zero, you're getting about zero dollars an hour out of me. That's how that works. So I don't feel that bad for these people. And it's always the assistant that got fired. It sounds like a disgruntled employee, to be honest. It's always yeah. a disgruntled employee or the ex assistant that's like, well, they weren't paying me for eight years. Bitch, who's the dumbass? Dan for not paying or you for staying there for eight years waiting and praying on a hope fucking paycheck. Exactly. You knew. You knew. Couldn't, couldn't be me. Nope. Yeah. I zero dollars an hour. That's what exactly. Oh, you want me to go to work tomorrow? Okay. I'll I'll be there to pick him a check. I'll go cash it and I'll come back to work. You're all bet. But what would you do, bitch, if you weren't getting paid? Or if they wanted you to work overtime and they weren't paying you overtime kind of pay? Uh what do I do now? <laughs> I leave. I leave work. <laughs> Bye. Goodbye. That, that <laughs> they were like, I need you to answer the phone at all times of the day. But like, I'm only answering if it's my bank calling with the deposit verification. You, That's it. You saw me earlier today. You saw me earlier. I had my shit, my clock pulled up five minutes before it was time for me to clock out. So I can clock out as soon as that second hit five o'clock. And walking out the door, the phone was ringing. I did not even turn back. No, They're not paying goodbye. you to work to work till five oh one. Five o'clock. I'll be on closing the dock. door at five o'clock. Four fifty nine fifty nine. Four fifty nine fifty nine. I'm out. <laughs> not at five o'clock in one second. Period. Couldn't be me. <laughs> Couldn't be me. Mm -mm. <laughs> so yeah, I don't feel bad for those bitches. Fuck them. And like you said, we never hear from them again because usually. If you're going to sue Kardashian, look at Black China. If you're going to sue a uh, Kardashian, make sure you have Kardashian money because they will keep you in that court system for years. They have unlimited amounts of money. You will never, ever see a court like a judge. You'll never see it. They'll keep you so tied up in paperwork. There's no way in hell you'll ever, unless you got... Kardashian money, unless you're Oprah, don't try to sue Kardashians. Don't do it. Don't Oprah's do it. the only bitch I could probably keep up. So, <laughs> oof, that got that annoys me when people fucking. I wasn't paid for bitch. Why did you stay? Fuck. That shit annoys the fuck out of me. I'm like, you're the dumbass. Who's who am I supposed to feel bad for? I don't. Because I don't, and I don't. No. Ugh, let's move on to more legal news. Uh, legal drama for ex-Real Housewives of Atlanta star Kim Zolciak Beerman. Well, Kim Zolciak was a star on Real Housewives of Atlanta. And uh, I think last season, like last summer, there was rumors, and we talked about it here, about her house going to foreclosure, a house that she paid 
Uh, I think it was like over, I think it was $850,000, in 2012. Uh, she bought that house with her husband, Croy. And well, last year there's rumors and rumblings that she may have been like getting evicted or like foreclosed on. Well, then whatever that went away, she did. She still lived in the house. Well, recently, as of last week, there was a public notice posted on the door saying that, in fact, there was another foreclosure about to happen. So a law firm, actually, the law firm that's actually handling the foreclosure for it's supposed to happen on March 7th from Fulton County Courthouse. They have actually confirmed that it is indeed going to foreclosure sale on March 7th, and they confirmed this to TMZ. Uh, it's a 6,900 square foot home with five bedrooms, six and a half, six and a half bathrooms. So Kim Kardashian, I'm sorry, Kim, Kim Zolziak says that um, it's just a little mishap and that it's a misunderstanding. But now the house, the one that she paid 880000 for is worth anywhere from 2.5 to $2.6 million that will be foreclosed on. Mm, I have a question. How is your mortgage a misunderstanding? It's like being foreclosed on. That means there's been a process because they don't just, you don't just miss one payment for like a few days and then like, oh, you know what? We're going to foreclose on you. No, that's like an ongoing problem. They're like, but you haven't paid us in months. Like mm -hmm. they have to file a foreclosure through the legal system and they have to be granted. It's basically like a search warrant. Like there's a process. Yeah. Bitch, what do you mean? That's a misunderstanding. <laughs> I know people that had, like they went for like a year, almost two years without paying their rent. And then they were finally foreclosed on. So that is a process. It's just like if someone gets their car repoed, like you can't get the story like, oh, he got his car repoed about a month and a half ago. No, girl, he had been missing them payments for months. Bitch, don't be stupid. <laughs> girl, girl, you've been living there since 2012. The last payment he made was 2012. <laughs> the fuck, fuck bitch. Oh, these bitches. Oh. Hey, you're like, bitch. Oh, these people are so dumb. I hate all of them. <laughs> That's right. your show, Let's though. Move. That's your show. You gonna stick housewives, with that. Yeah. Girl, she ain't a housewife no more, though, girl. So, <laughs> period. She, probably, she ain't got that housewife money. All right. Let's move on and talk about... This is a lot of drama today. The Oscars. So, the Oscars, remember last year, guys? Funny <laughs> what happened last year? I definitely remember the world. That. I know. I know. You know, honestly, I really did think it was a skit at first. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. Now, <laughs> the Oscars are getting ready for the next surprise outburst. Are they, are they, are they anticipating it? Like, is this going to be a thing? But Bill Kramer, he's the chief executive of the Academy of Motion Picture Arts and Sciences, announced that in addition um, of the crisis team that they're going to be having to help manage the response to any unexpected incidences during the award show. Now, he said, we have a whole crisis team, something we've never had before, and many plans in place. Um, we run many scenarios, so it is our hope that we'll be prepared for anything that we may not anticipate right now, but that we're planning for just in case it does happen. <laughs> so, wait. 
so did someone go on the stage to pretend they got slapped and then they role played? Yeah, I want to know, like, how did these scenarios work out? I, I need a behind the scenes. <laughs> what you know, else happened? It's just a matter of time before it gets leaked. Yeah, what what was the other scenarios besides that one? Now, um, Will Smith, when he stepped on stage to hit Chris Rock after Rock made the joke about his wife, Kramer said that the Academy has since then opened their minds to many things that can happen at the Oscars. <laughs> but these crisis plans, the crisis communication team and structures that we have in place allow us to say this is the group that we have put together very quickly. This is how we will come together. This is the spokesperson. This will be the statement. And obviously, depending on the specifics of the crisis, and let's hope something doesn't happen and we never have to use these and implement them. But we already have frameworks in the place that we can modify if need be. Hmm. <laughs> too little, too okay, late. So I'm like, I bet shit's still going to go down. They're finally going to do something because the way that Will Smith like got up to accept the award after he physically assaulted someone and nobody did anything was mind-blowing. I think everyone was in shock. I think everybody was like, what the fuck do we do? Live TV. But I was thinking, like, you know, live TV, for some listeners, I guess, may not know. I don't, shouldn't say you know. For listeners, I may not know, when you watch an event live, there's always a delay. It's never actually like real time, second per second, but it's because there's always a delay on live TV for things like like The View. I watched The View. There's a delay because if somebody cusses or something, they want to be able to have that second to beep it or whatever, censor it. And so I'm always like, was, did they not have like a censor person? Did they not say, <laughs> oh shit, go to commercial. Yeah, like, no. Because there's a did that person take a nap? Did they clock out for that 15 minute break? Or maybe it was a, a Chloe Kardashian assistant type of thing where he said, I'm working my wage. Well, I know damn well it only went down like that. And he was only allowed to do that shit because they're actors, because it was the Academy Awards, whatever, whatever it was. Because I know damn well, if we're sitting at the Ben's Local List Award Show and I get up and slap someone for making fun of, like, let's say you, and then go You're back to, to my seat, I know, like, in 10 minutes, there's going to be some cops coming up to my table to arrest my ass. And that is what I want to see. I hope the crisis team has that. Let me, I would have loved to see some cops walk up and cuff Will Smith for that assault. I, I would have thought it was even more fake, though. <laughs> like, if you saw that shit and then all of a sudden, five minutes, the next commercial, after the next commercial break, you see cops escorting, escorting him out, I'd be like, bitch, what kind of movie is this? What's coming out? What are you trying to promote? This is the best damn commercial I've seen. Ugh. I'm like, who really watches the Oscars anyway? Because I never even watched it. I just saw it on fucking TikTok. I was actually watching it when it happened. I don't know why that I was watching strange. it. I know. I never watch those damn shows. Let's move on now and talk about some, you know, more live TV. I want to talk about CNN anchor Don Lemon. He is in some heat, some hot ass water. Because last week he was on air and he's taken some heat about referencing a woman's quote unquote prime age because he's talking about a um, 
someone who Nikki Haley, she announced that she's running for president in 2024. And she is, um, I think like in her fifties or late fifties or something. And Don Lemon says something like one of the commentators says something and Don Lemon makes a joke saying like, well, no, she's like far beyond her prime years. Cause one of the female anchors says like, Oh, she's in her prime to run for president. And Don Lemon says, well, no, she's way beyond her prime years. How um, old is she? Insinuating, um, like in her fifties, uh, she's. Oh, I don't, I don't know exactly how old she is, but oh, she's fifty-one. Fifty-one. He's and he said, he said, quote, Nikki Haley isn't in her prime. Sorry, a woman is considered to be in her prime in her twenties, thirties, maybe forties. Oh, Mister Lemon can suck a dick. I, you know. Fuck him. Does he not know our president is 80 fucking years old? Yeah, like, well, to be fair, he's also made, he's under fire for also, so not only making a sexist comment, but also an ageist um, kind of, well, not so much ageist, but she, the reason why that, that came up was because they were talking about how Nikki Haley, who's running for president, said that at the, at a certain age, for anyone over 75, it should be, uh, like presidential wise, uh, it should be a mandatory mental uh, competency test for politicians. Like if they're over mm-hmm. seventy five, they have to have. You know, she's take she's basically talking about President Biden and uh, Donald Trump, and so then he took offense to I guess that, and that's when he was like, "Well, she's on her prime either," you know. Um, but the thing that has people like really harping on him is because he was like. A he specifically he said a woman is considered to be in her prime in twenties and thirties. But say all that to say also that he is reportedly um he was taken off the air for a week and he just came back on as of the recording of this today, I believe. And he is said to be on very thin ice. His ratings have been dropping, and it's said that if he basically makes one more mistake, he is out at CNN. So, I know. And they also said he's going to undergo formal training. Oh, they always say that shit. That's formal just like training. Drug, Send his ass over program, here. I'll give him some formal issue. training. Oh, <laughs> prime. They're not at their, they're not at their prime. I'm like, so, I'm like, dude, you can't be at your prime in 20s because your 20s, you don't know what the fuck is happening with your life. You're barely I'm starting. In, I'm about, to be, wet I'm about to be 30. I'm about to be 35. And I'm like, when I grow up, I want to do this. <laughs> I am 43 and I'm still talking about when I grow up. The fuck? Bitch. Oh. Mm. I can't. I don't know, Don. That's because I used to like him, but now I'm like, he's too much for me. All right. Moving on to the next story. Just like a really quick one I want to talk about because I think it's kind of funny. You know, everybody has a podcast now. Well, there's this C-lister Jenna Kramer. I think she's a singer maybe. or I don't know what she does. She does something. She has a podcast. Jenna Kramer. Well, she recently talked on her podcast about how last year, I think it was, she was in a relationship with John Mayer and that she was shocked, shocked, Bonnie Holt and Clutcher Pearls, ready? Shocked, I tell you, to find out that he was cheating on her. John Mayer. With crew. Yeah. She was shocked that John Mayer, a rock star, would be cheating on her. She was shocked. That he Did would he be cheat cheating on, on every her. every chick he dated? Every chick. Um, allegedly, but isn't that the one Taylor Swift was, wrote songs about? Yes, dear John. 
She was shocked to find out that Jamir <laughs> cheated on her, and he cheated on her with fellow D-lister and Laguna Beach star Kristen Cavallari. <sighs> Bitch, you said fellow Today's... D-lister. Uh, today's the episode of D-List Losers. What the fuck okay, is so she's, that... a, she's a country singer and actress. Okay, basically. cool. She was on One Tree Cute. Hill. Bitch, that don't count. So was Drake. I don't know. Drake, was Drake on that show? I don't. Drake, Drake was on a TV show. I should know this. Yeah, he was like in a wheelchair on that show. On one of those shows. I don't know. know. Okay, I don't even. I still don't know how many states there are in America. I don't know what the fuck One Tree Hill is either. Fifty. So, Fifty. Oh yeah, you said that. That's allegedly. I don't know. Allegedly, um, we still don't know UKian's last names though. So. Yeah, you know. She's dumb. Bitch. That's a dumb bitch award. That's a, somebody like. I hope I'm gonna go on Amazon. Can we send her stuff? Like, does she have a PO box? I want to send her some clown noses. Like, she's bitch. dumb. Why I thought I was. This... I feel better about my life now. Stupid. I can't stand humans. Let's move on now. Talk about Wendy Williams. Wendy, ugh, feel so bad for her. Okay, so <sighs> Wendy fucking Williams. Let me tell you. So she wanted to give her fans a little health update and whatnot, and she is kind of celebrating. She's celebrating. I don't think anyone else is, but she is celebrating <laughs> years of battling mm. multiple ailments. By coming out and saying, I am a pretty 138 pounds. If you look at her, there is nothing pretty about this 138 pounds. I'm so sorry. Girl, get it. Like, more power to you. But you, can you show her picture? Because this, this is like uh, crazy. Now, Yeah, she, she looks sick. Yeah. Now, she's been battling Graves' disease and lymphedema for a while now, which results in stuff like swollen limbs and an overactive, overactive thyroid and stuff. And But it also impacts weight loss. But look at her. Look at her legs. Her legs look like the same size as my arms. Like, I just... I like... And not to... Like, I don't... It's... I don't know... So I don't want to, we're not making fun of her weight because she's skinny. No. The thing is that's concerning is the whole thing is concerning is that she's like pretty, right? Like she's like, this is pretty, right? I'm like, if you think that's pretty, like that's what's concerning is that there's more underlying issues there, obviously, for her to think that that is healthy. Not that I don't care if someone, because pretty is uh, objective. Some people think mm -hmm. skinny is pretty. Some people think thick and curvy are pretty, but what she thinks is healthy is concerning because i'm like no it's obviously you're very you look very unhealthy and that's what's scary yeah a hundred like she i don't know maybe it's some maybe some kind of body dysmorphia or something because you can definitely see yourself as like never see yourself right or you can see yourself in a way that maybe that's how she sees herself she's looking at herself and she sees it very as very healthy, but it looks very unhealthy. And it's also made like other physical features on her like pop out more. Like her eyes, her eyes are just like her. It's just like her features are just kind of like I guess you could say like distorted on her face a little bit from where her cheeks are very sunken in, and it looks like she's gotten some more cheek injections at the same time as well. So I just. I hope she's healthy. Wendy, girl, I hope you're healthy. But, ma'am, 
Like, and the doctor, she said that her doctor say she's so healthy right now. I mean, that might hopefully be the case. She is. But, hopefully, mm. her doc, if she's healthy physically, hopefully mentally, she's there as well. Because I don't know about her. It's also reported that she actually is estranged from her entire family at the moment. Mm-hmm. She's not speaking to her brother. I hear that um, I've read on multiple websites that her and her son have a strained relationship now. Um, so usually if someone is being like away from everyone, that's kind of a telltale sign of like other underlying issues. And what's scary too, is that she used to have a drug problem and that's not alleged because she talked about it in her documentary, you know? Mm -hmm. So, Oh yeah. But let's move on and end the show with some Chris Brown stuff. Cause it's kind of interesting to me. So Chris Brown is, um, kind of trending right now because uh, of an upcoming collaboration that was announced that comes out the day of this podcast, February 24th. So a rising star, Chloe Bailey, who I really do like, um, she's like, she's releasing her very first album. She's releasing her very first album, uh, I think next month in March, but her new single, uh, she did announce that it's going to be featuring Chris Brown, who is now 33. Well, he there she's getting Chloe is getting a lot of backlash from celebrities for having Chris Brown featured on her record. Uh, one person who is really coming for Chris Brown is Cheetah and Cheetah Girls and 3LW star. Uh, what was her name? Uh, this chick is Kylie Keely Williams. She's the one that says Prometheus, Prometheus. That chick, I'm tired of you making mm-hmm. Prometheus, Prometheus. Well, oh, she. Yeah, yeah. She said on Twitter, she said, um, let him come out with his own record. So genius, so captivating that it makes us all forget he beats women. He can't, so he won't. So what does he do? He slowly coops back into the mainstream by getting small nods for features on Black women's merit. Black women who are more talented, more worthy, but give him the okay. I am swatting the fucking air right now. Garbage. Well, Chris Brown clapped back in his own little way and he tweeted, he, I'm sorry, posted an Instagram story and he had her tweet on there and he wrote, uh, I'm getting kind of tired of your broken Prometheus Prometheus. And then he's <laughs> above that tweet. And then he went on and said, obviously you're at a point in your life where, where either you are very broke or broken. The fact you think you have to speak negatively about me makes you look so lame. Your life and career must suck right now. He he continued, minding your business would have been best, but I guess you don't have a business or a real job that makes you financially stable. I feel more embarrassed for your actual maturity. Um, you know, another, people again were coming for Twitter and for him on Twitter and other celebrities were coming for him. And he finally also said, quote, if y'all still hate me for a mistake I made as a 17-year-old, please kiss my whole entire ass. And then he said, I'm fucking 33. I'm so tired of y'all running with this narrative. So Chloe uh, has not responded to any of the drama. The song still released coming out on February 24th. Before I get your thoughts, Vani, I have been torn about Chris Brown for years. But I've also been like, when he put it like that, I'm like, if you as a person were held 
responsible for something that you did as a 17-year-old your entire life, which you've, he's already, been, he paid his time. He did his court. He's already made up with Rihanna. Rihanna and him released a song after that incident together. He's made up to Rihanna. Rihanna's, from what we know, has forgiven him. And he hasn't had it easy. At what point do we forgive him? And then on top of that, Chris Brown also listed, he just put it on his Instagram story, I think, a list of white American, I would say American loosely, but white men who have been tied to domestic violence in the past, but nobody talks about that. And they are A-listers. And so he didn't say anything about like, it's because I'm black or blah, blah, blah. But he just put them and they were, he just said, you know, these white men, don't forget what these white men have done. And he listed all of your favorite movie actors. And I, I had the names and I can't remember them right now. I don't have them in front of me, but they were some of the biggest names that you could think of. Robert Downey Jr. was one of them. Mm -hmm. And he's, and he didn't say anything about like, y'all forgive them. He just said, you know, your favorite white men or whatever he said. And that's, he listed all their names. What are your thoughts and when do we forgive them? And is it really up to us to forgive him? Because really, it was we, he didn't stop us. He stopped Rihanna. Mm -hmm. See, I don't know. I guess I'm I'm torn like you are he's, too. He's 33. Because, yeah, he's 33. But uh, I mean, when was the last time he snatched a wig and <laughs> cracked someone upside the head? That's the thing is if, if Chris Brown did it, we would hear about it. Yeah, because he's he, Chris Brown. If he, if he, he's just he's clapping back at this girl on Twitter, and look at the news story that he's caused because he said something on Twitter. Yeah, but didn't he? When wasn't it just last year when he snatched that girl's wig and took a piece of no, her skull with the, it? No, she took him to court for that, but the judge that nothing ever happened out of that. The charges were dropped because there was no like evidence or I don't know what happened, but charges were dropped. Or she got paid off. Like, we don't know, but we yeah. do know she was in an altercation with him. So I think, like, it's to the point where it's like, I like Chris Brown. I like his music. I listen to his music. One of his songs is one of my favorite ones. And I don't, like, I don't have anything to forgive him for. Like, I don't give a shit. Make, like, whatever. But I'm not going to be all a huge, ginormous Chris Brown advocate if I don't think, like, if I still think he's doing shit like don't fucking sit there chris brown and say that that was the only one incident that you had when you were 17 bullshit like i call bullshit on that like there was always some bullshit of of him like being ugly being rude being like whatever i mean so what about people, people like michael jackson that had their entire career they were have allegations of kids sleeping in their bed with him and but because he's michael jackson everyone's like oh don't talk about him let him rest in peace Mm, not me i'm talking about See, that, it like, that, but that's you know the thing I mean? is but like yeah. for people yeah but to be fair also i'm not the biggest chris brown fan like in general yeah like, yeah i like the songs like in the 2000s but like bro yeah, i'm not going to a chris brown concert you know yeah yeah he's not and that's and not because i don't want to because i'm like protesting him but because i'm like well what is what am i going to see him sing like exactly that's like thing. i'll go that, if we get free tickets that's about you know, it yeah yeah, I'm not but... paying to see Chris Brown, but I know, you know, I just, I just think people need to get over it because if I was held accountable for everything I did when I was 17, still to this day, like, I would just be fucking annoyed with it. Like get over it already. Get over it. Like, 
I thought it was so funny. He said, I'm tired of you making something about your prom with this, prom with this. <laughs> I'm here for the shade. I'm here for the shade. I don't, but I, like I said, I think people just think about like what you do when you were 17. And if you're over the age of 30, because I don't want you to be like, oh, I'm 19. And yeah, I was 17, bitch. No, live a little. Well, and then think about when you were 17. If you, change, if you change, then yes. But if you're 33, still doing the same shit you were doing when you were 17, then fuck you. <laughs> Take yeah, the heat. I you're know. still in the kitchen. I think that Rihanna, she made a song with him after he whooped that ass. She forgave yeah. him. Yeah. Yeah. You know, they were, he, he was 17, she was 18. It's like, but also I think for Rihanna's sake, and maybe she doesn't, re- I don't know. I think for Rihanna's sake, she probably forgave him more for herself to heal herself probably. Yeah. You know? And who's, and I, and when none of us even know if they, just because she forgive, forgave him doesn't mean that they actively speak. Right. Although right. during her Super Bowl performance, he did like tweet or something something like you go girl or something like you she did that you did that or some shit like that that is cute but yeah i'm like i said i'm not gonna listen i'm not gonna go see chris brown because i'm like well what song did he come out with oh what was that song that was over tiktok fucking robotus and that song oh to my bed yeah so that's i'm like yeah chris brown fuck yeah like that's my shit but bro after other than that you i I'm just not going to see you because I don't know your me. I didn't know you're still making music. That's all. Well, I didn't either. So until I heard fucking Robotus and I said, yeah, that's my fucking song. (laughs) 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 With that note, I am going to go take my Xanax and pass out now. Yay. (laughs) Come on, now for a drink. It is National Margarita Day, and your girl is going to get her a damn margarita. Can't relate, girl. Going to bed. But yeah, <laughs> thank you guys for listening. And thank you for the D listers for keeping us in business this week. Like that chick, Jenna. What's her name? Kramer. 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 Yeah. Oh, Jenna no, Kramer. girl. Thank you, ho. Thank you. Bitch, bye. Thank you to the assistant for being clown ass motherfucker for making me feel better about my life. Who else made us feel better about our lives today? All Tokyo of them. Tokyo Tony. All of them. Dude. Tokyo Tony. Thank y'all. <laughs> I hope you know every time because. you piss me off, I'm going to fucking message you. I'm going to go to your house. I'm going to kick down your door. Go on. Piss me off. <laughs> and, or if I if someone ignores you, be like, that's okay. I got multiple phones. Multiple. And I do. <laughs> and I will. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Thank y'all for listening. We appreciate it. Hopefully next, hopefully some celebrities are wild out this weekend and next week. <sighs> I hope so. Somebody, so. can y'all call Kanye, please? <laughs> yeah, he's been Go too fucking quiet. Like, this wake is some him bullshit. Up. Wake <laughs> him up. Jeffrey, come back and wake up some more. Like, we need some. Miss Jeffrey Lynn, like, attack Oh, I was here for him. Today, he drug um, Jimmy Choo. He drugged that company so bad today. On TikTok? Yeah, he didn't make oh, up a review. They put out, They put out a lip gloss. You got to go watch it. Ooh. Guys, we're ending the podcast so I can go watch TikTok. Thank God for listening. We'll talk to you next week. Bye. Bye.